Today's show is pre-recorded. everybody you are listening to the voice come on dig me now one and only steve harvey got a radio show man oh man oh man i thank god for it i thank god for all he's done for me for all the little things that i oftentimes uh fail to thank him for that i take for granted for you know uh i was i was talking the other day to a buddy of mine we had gotten to this conversation about God and, uh, and, and in the conversation we had narrowed it down and we were talking about changing the way we are as people, you know, that everybody has to change, you know, nothing stays the same. Everybody changes. And, uh, a lot of these changes can be for the good. And a lot of them are just, they just come with time. You know, sometimes it's aging that changes us, but, no matter how old you get, you still have the ability to improve as a person. You may not have the foot speed you used to have. You may not be as agile as you used to be. Uh, you, your energy level may not be what it used to be. Your desire to do some of the things that you used to do may be gone. The thing that doesn't have to change and will not change is you. You have the ability to continue to grow as a person. Even when Father Time and nature has taken its course, we were talking about everybody 
can change. And everybody has uh, the right to reinvent themselves as they get older. And I equated it to jumping out of an airplane. You know, there are some people, man, who get to a certain point in their life and they and they jump from the airplane is now almost a, 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 a stunt of some kind. It's almost like they lifed and got out of control. You ever seen somebody jump out of an airplane and, and the parachute don't open and their life start and it seems like they start spinning and tumbling and they can't get it together? And I've seen some mid-air rescues before, but then there are times when we, you know, when it hasn't worked, you know, you jump out that airplane, and 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 at first it's fun. I, I've never skydived before, but I would imagine when you first jump out of an airplane that they people describe it as a a sense of being free, and it's exhilarating when you first jump out the plane. But if you pull that cord and nothing happens, I I never happened to me, but I can only imagine the panic that's got to set in because no matter how fun it was a moment ago, the, the, the flying over to one another, the holding hands in the air, the, the breeze, the, the, the descent, the, the, the feeling of all of a sudden, if you reach for that cord and it's not, not there, you're suddenly spinning out of control. And that's what happens in a lot of people's lives. When you first start your life, you jump out the plane, you free, you young, you ain't got nothing to worry about. But then you get to a certain point in your life when you go, okay, I'm going to pull the cord now. And pulling the cord is an important thing because here's the, the analogy my friend gave me. He said, man, use your mind like a parachute. It works better when it's open. Well, see, what happens with a lot of people is they they in life they jump out the plane and 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 they and they having this free fall and it's fun for now but they get to a certain point in their life where they got themselves in a situation or they've had a little bit too much fun a little bit too long or you know they wasn't open to nothing and they just did what they wanted to do or they started getting involved with drugs or drinking or started running with the wrong people so you jump out the plane at first, you free fall and it's fun. But then after a minute, man, something happens and they realize, whoa, and they reach for their cord and the cord don't work. Well, now you're in a panic-stricken situation. And my suggestion and what I've learned from the analogy that my friend shared with me is that we all, the sooner we can open our mind to God, the sooner we can develop that relationship with him. It's like pulling the cord and opening a parachute. If you open up your mind to God, God is like a parachute. You know, God can slow your descent. God can turn this out of control free fall into a nice ride for you. See, that's what happened to me. I was spinning out of control. I had gotten myself into a point, man, I wasn't doing real good. Oh, y'all would look at me and think, man, Stevie, man, no. I wasn't doing real good. I had spun out of control. I was was in a free fall, and I reached for the cord, but I was so far away, the cord didn't open. Then I went to him, and I pulled the cord. 
When I went to God, I pulled the cord and it opened, and he slowed my descent. And this is what I just believe. I don't believe now that I age as fast as I was aging because I got that parachute open now. You know, I take better care of myself eating. I work out more now. You know, uh, I'm not out of control. I have a direction now. Uh, that wind then got up under that parachute a little bit, you know, and now I'm, 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 I'm going, you know, I'm still getting older, you know, so, but the descent is so slow now, I'm able to enjoy the ride. I'm, I'm guiding my parachute over. Sometimes we go over to a, to a vacation spot over here. We float back over to a, but you know, I'm still getting old. I'm still going, going down. And, but the descent, because I've opened my mind to God, the parachute has slowed my descent. And now I'm rocking back and forth, but I ain't spinning out of control no more. You know, I'm able to enjoy the view now. You know, when you jump out that plane and you and you pull that cord and, and it don't work, you ain't looking at the view no more. You're thinking of only one thing. How can I slow this down? Well, now I'm able to enjoy the view. I'm able to see all the beautiful things on the horizon that God has for me. I'm able to see all the beautiful things around me that he's provided for me over these years because I've slowed my descent. I use my mind like a parachute. It works better when it's open. Open your mind to God and so you can see the view, so you can slow the descent, so you can stop the out-of-control free fall that you've been on, that you can get your life together and see everything out on the horizon that God has for you. You know, it turned out to be a very true statement. Your mind, if you use it like a parachute, it works better when it's open, y'all. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, let me have your undivided attention, please. This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, We're doing this morning show under protest. Still doing it, but under protest. We are in full support of peaceful protest. Even though we do understand the anger that pushes it to another level, I think that we've seen a turn in the protest and it's gone back to more of a peaceful movement and things are starting to be accomplished. And they did. So we appreciate the young people out there, man, for holding it down. And this is the one that's going to make a huge difference. I do, do truly, truly believe. This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Shirley Strawberry. Good morning, Steve. We stand with them in solidarity. We are here. Yes. Carla, for real. For real. real. (laughs) I love it. Thank you, Steve. Good morning, crew. What's happening? Nephew Tommy. Yes, sir. In the building. I'm riding till the wheels fall off. That's what I'm doing. And that damn Steve Harvey. What up, boy? That's how you do it, Steve. What up, boy? How you doing today, man? I'm hanging with it, dog. Bring it out. I'm sick of this mess, but I'm hanging with it. Well, I mean, day after Super Tuesday, Georgia was one of the states that voted. We voted in Georgia. Yeah, we were all in uh, Georgia. Mm -hmm. We sent each other texts, reminding each other who to vote for. Mm -hmm. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was feeling, though, a little bit like Tommy because Tommy did ask. Uh, earlier in the uh-huh. week, sometimes when he goes in there, he doesn't know. We were saying, educate yourself. And and even with that, even if you do educate yourselves, there's still some that may surprise you when you get to I'll be well, looking for black about. names, Shirley. Yeah. I'll be looking for black names. <laughs> yeah. Johnson. God, dog, that's pretty tight. I don't know. Johnson. Turner. 
He said Turner. Turner. <laughs> well, then how do you narrow it down? What's the last name you get a little? No, 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 no. The for the combination of the name is ir- no mistake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Jerome. <laughs> oh, yeah. Rome and Rome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Jerome's and a half. Jerome. Otis. 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 Harold. Don't White people don't name their kids Harold. Yeah. Cedric. Craig. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah. Craig? Oh, yeah. You know I love That's my name. Uh, Yeah, so, you know, we're doing our part, and we're trying to encourage everybody to keep doing theirs, man, but keep protesting. I did a uh, podcast with uh, Bernice King, Mm -hmm. uh, Dr. Bernice King. Yeah. Uh, Really nice, her and Bonita. uh, It was a good day. It was. A lot of problems, though. They... um, they were reporting a lot of uh, what we're going to call voter suppression. I mean, you know, a lot, a lot of long, long lines. Mm. Hey, y'all, listen to me. Long, long lines, listen. We stand in line when the new iPhone come out. Yes. We stand in line if the new Jordans come out. Right. I don't care what it takes. Stand in line to vote. That's right. Don't be deceived. Do. Don't, don't, don't let these people discourage us. That's vote. Right. That's right. That's right. That's it, Steve. Yep. Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, uh, we're going to switch the script a little bit, flip it a little bit uh, inside something funny. We're going to do some relationship advice, Steve. So get ready to ask the CLO right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, we're going to start the show off, like I said, with some laughter. It is time now for Ask the CLO. Please submit your questions to steveharveyfm.com. If I can help them, though, surely I will, as opposed to laughter. Okay. Well, yeah. And and we often ask for both, Steve. This one is from Henry in uh, Montgomery, Alabama. He says, a month ago, I started dating a new girl at my job. Saturday, we went to Dairy Queen to get blizzards and then went back to her house to watch a movie. Halfway through the movie, my stomach started bubbling. I knew I wasn't going to make it home, so I told her what was about to happen, and she let me use her bathroom. I was in there for close to 30 minutes. I was ashamed, but she assured me it was fine. Then Monday at work, she told a few people what happened. Should I stop seeing her? Well, what you need to stop doing is getting damn blizzards because obviously your ass is lactose intolerant. Now, you done took your bubbly ass over there and had all that damn milk. And now you up in this girl's house, stomach in there just tore up. Now, you just sitting up in there mad at us because you in the bathroom 30 minutes. You know how you left that bathroom. You didn't strike no matches in there. You wasn't in there running no water. You ain't in there. You ain't had no candle. Steve, what about mm. your favorite movie, Along Came Polly? <laughs> when he Wait, used the bathroom. <laughs> boy, you ain't got no, you ain't did nothing you was supposed to do. <laughs> you were supposed to take your ass home. If yeah. you know how you are in that bathroom, don't go over no girl's house in no bathroom like that. You wrong for that. Should you stop seeing her? Is that you a ain't did nothing. What, what you, you ain't do nothing but take it to damn dead queen. <laughs> yeah. Is that a deal breaker, Steve? What? Blowing up the bathroom? Well, you know, that's just a part of life. But now he cut, but he mad at her because she told somebody. Mm-hmm. But you 30 right. minutes, he, he dog. One damn blizzard. 
Oh, you up. You know your ass is lactose intolerant. <laughs> lactose can't tolerate. And you done took down there and bought the most delicious thing at the Dairy Queen, but the damn cheapest. <laughs> and then you probably messed it up and got double Oreo. Oh, Lord. Wait, you put the little deep. chocolate cookies down there with that milk? What you, what you know your about that? <laughs> boy, boy that, was my, that was my thing. Surely <laughs> delicious. Delicious, right? All right, I'm ready. All right, right Jonas in Nashville uh, says, Steve, I'm 27 and I've been dating a girl that I'm crazy about, but my parents don't like her because she didn't go to college and she works as a nail technician. Recently, I was... I was with my girlfriend when my mama called me and said a few nasty things about my girlfriend. When I hung up, my girlfriend let me know she heard everything my mama said. God. She broke up with me because I didn't defend her at all. I can't control what my mama says. I miss my girl. Should I have handled things differently? Yeah, obviously you should have handled it differently. First of all, dog, who you date is not your mama's choice. And, and your mama don't like the girl because she didn't go to college. What? Do you have any idea how many great women ain't set a foot in college? To be honest. So, look, man, I don't know how, you know, man, something's wrong, man, when your family is basing uh, the quality of a person based on their education level. That's yeah. that's crazy. So now you didn't missed, obviously, a good woman that you was crazy about because you. I can't stop what my mama say. Quit acting like a child. You're 27. You're a grown man and say, hey, look, ignore what she said. How I feel about you has nothing to do with her. But since she heard what your mama said, she also heard your responses. Now, the breakup probably wasn't because of what her mama said, but you're going along with what your mama said. Right, she mm. said she broke up with me because I didn't defend her at all. You didn't defend her and you didn't you didn't try to slow your mama down. Hey mom, listen, I'm telling you, she's a great girl. You never said that. So right. now, all she knows is she didn't go to college. You don't let the bad chick walk out your life because she ain't go to college. What makes you think college qualifies you to be a good woman though? <laughs> what on, course man. is she taking in college that's gonna make her a better woman though? Mm, mm, mm. I, 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 I don't get that one, bro. Gotta go there with your mama, no? Yeah. So go and get you one of them evil helpers that went to college. <laughs> okay. Not, not all of them. All right. Lacey in Maryland says, I met a great man on Tinder, and we've been talking and FaceTiming for a year. When we FaceTime, I wear a lot of makeup, a wig, and I only show myself from shoulders up. I tease him and tell him he'll see my body soon enough. The truth is, I've gained close to 25 pounds since we met, and I failed to tell him. He is on the heavier side, too, so hopefully he won't mind. Do you think I should tell him that I'm a big girl before we meet? Well, let's go over something. <laughs> Come on, please, please. I need this. When you first met him, you kept your wig on, uh -huh. and you wore your makeup. This is mm -hmm. what you said. Mm-hmm. Now, sitting there on your computer, you just eat. Mm. Now, you done gained 20 <laughs> since you met him. 25. Yeah. All y'all, for a whole year, y'all just been on the computer and eating. <sighs> he big, too. Mm -hmm. I don't think you got nothing to lose. Well, I say go ahead. Mm -hmm. I think he know you a big girl. Well, she's And ain't doing... nothing wrong with being a big girl. In another year... You're going to be 50 pounds. 
Stop it now. <laughs> and then after a while, you ain't going to be able to FaceTime. <laughs> Unless you set your phone on the other side of the room. Get off that computer. <laughs> but why is yeah. it that she's concerned about it? He doesn't seem to be concerned because she's a woman. Well, you know, she knows. Well, she set the tone by knowing, you know, she been, I keep my Mm -hmm. wigs on, I wear my makeup, I'm always dialed up, we've been doing it for a year. Mm -hmm. But I was scared, so I was just eating my ass off. And he's asking to see her body. (laughs) Well, oh, I was eating my ass on. (laughs) I was just over there just eating my ass on. Yeah. (laughs) That's That's the difference between eating your ass off and eating your ass on. So she done ate another whole. What? Another whole ass. You know okay. what? Okay. All right. Uh, we're moving on now. Uh-uh. Coming up next, nephew Tommy's in the building to run that prank back right after this crazy man. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with today's national and entertainment news. But right now, it is time for the nephew to run that prank back. What you got for us, Neff? I got no anchovies, Shirley. No anchovies. Oh, I'm going to run that thing back again. So let's go. Come on, Ken. Hello, Hey, man, who, 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 who is the person I need to talk to about? I got a pizza that's been messed up. Who do I need to talk to? Well, you can talk to me, sir. What's going on? What happened to your pizza? Somebody put some anchovies on my pizza. Black people, uh, black people don't eat no anchovies, man. So, uh, so who, 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 who the who would do that? Who would put anchovies on my damn pizza? I don't want settle down, settle down with the language there, pal. All right? You know, if you got anchovies on your pizza, you just must have gotten mixed up with another order. I'll send you another pizza. It ain't a big deal. But I ain't asking no anchovies, man. Matter of fact, let me ask you something. What the is an anchovy any damn way? It's like a sardine. That's what a anchovy is, okay, pal? It's like a sardine. Hey, 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 let me tell you something, man. First of all, what's your name? What is your name? I'm Gino. I'm Gino. So you're the owner of the damn pizza place. Yeah, I own the damn pizza place. And I don't need people calling me and cursing at me because it was a mistake. You know, mistakes happen, pal. Worst things go on in this life than, than you're getting some anchovies on your pizza. Hey, man. Hey, okay. So here's the deal. I done had a bunch of guests come to my house or order pizza, and every last one of them got anchovies on them. You know what I'm saying? So I got an issue with it. I just spent over $50 with you with these pizzas and the, and the shit made wrong. Nobody likes anchovies? No, I told you something. Folks, black people don't eat no anchovies, man. Okay? Hold on. Hold on. I, 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 I'm almost certain I've served anchovy pizza to black people before. Okay, the black people that I know don't eat anchovies. Okay. okay, well, then we'll send you some pizzas without any anchovies on them. Hey, you know I'm what? I don't, like your, I don't like your attitude. You know what, man? You don't mess well, around maybe if you didn't come at me man. with so much attitude to start with, you wouldn't get no attitude. Okay, okay. Look at it. Don't get your ass whooped, okay? Don't get excuse your ass whooped. What did you just... What, excuse said, me. What did you just... Did you just threaten me? I said don't get your ass Do you no think you're talking... Who the do you think you're talking to, face? I'm talking to Gino, the owner right. of Pizzeria. You. That's right. That's right. You don't tell me you're going to kick my ass, okay, pal? You know where the pizzeria is. You know, okay, so, you just so, calm so, the so, down. Do, do you, do you, want, okay, that's it. I'll tell you what, man. In the next three to five minutes, I'm going to walk down there and kick your little ass. 
mind putting these anchovies on here and having a little pompous attitude like you think you can't get your ass whooped. You come on down here, okay? And we'll see. Do me a favor. Go yourself and the horse you rode in on, okay? And bring it on down here. All right, we'll take care of it there. Now, stop some anchovies up your ass, all right, pal? Okay, 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 cool. All right, cool. Okay, okay, have... okay. You like to say okay a lot, do you? Yeah, you, 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 words, okay? Yeah, you need to have somebody there with you when I get there, because I promise yeah. you, Gino's going to get his ass Yeah, Gino's shaking in his boots, pal. Me and my anchovies, we're sitting here scared out of our minds right now. Okay, you okay, let me, me tell you. I've dealt with clowns like you my whole life. Please. Okay, let, let, let me tell you this here. Do you, do, you, do you know who you're talking to? I'm talking to some f***ing idiot who don't know how to talk. That's who I'm talking to. No, you're talking to nephew Tom from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Mr. Gino, you just got pranked. <laughs> you telling me I'm throwing F-bombs all over the radio? <laughs> you're dropping F-bombs all over the radio, who, who, baby. Who, who, I want to know who did this to me because they're getting some F-bombs. You Who guys, did this do, you have, do you have a guy that works for you? Uh, he says he works uh, five to close. Andre, you got a Andre? You got a Dre that works for you? Yeah, I got a Dre that works for me. And Dre's going to be spending some time in a walk-in freezer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is Black time people don't eat anchovies, huh? <laughs> Black people don't eat anchovies, baby. Hey. I got to ask you this, Mr. Gino. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Your show. <laughs> the baddest radio show in the land is the Steve Harvey show. <laughs> With no Steve answer, Harvey morning. No Steve morning show. I mean, I'll be saying I'm going to send you some pizzas. I'm sending that station dozens of pizzas with anch- double anchovies on every one of them. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. Big Brother Stupid at its best, doing it again. Yes, yes. Yeah. All of this over yes, pizza. Yes. Big Brother yeah. Stupid, Little Brother Stupid, Nephew hey, Stupid. Hey, it's Big Brother Daddy Stupid. stupid. <laughs> Don't say that, Steve. Well, he is a father now. You know, he's got to filter that in. That's that's an ugly combination. Because, like, I'm crazy. And as a parent, I know I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know. I will never forget that time you told us that you had all your kids come up, your sons come up there and you had something to tell them and you were standing He's up there naked. Naked. I don't know, my hands on my hip like Superman. Right, like Superman. And I, ma- and I made them look at me because, because they always trying to hold their head down, but I kept right. making them look at look me. Look at me. Lord, I know they wanted to put That is not good. That's not a good look. That's not a good look. Oh, you draw the line at that, Tommy. It's a crazy <laughs> uncle. Yeah, that's a little, that's above and beyond right oh. there. You know <laughs> that visual. Who? I, oh, that when you tell that story. Steve, look at me when I'm talking to you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> look at me in my eye. Right. Look at me in my eye. <laughs> crazy man. He's crazy. Oh my god. But I still <laughs> want a pizza. <laughs> Right okay. now, at, early in the morning. Well, that's how we developed our taste buds because we work early and we're used to eating just whatever we would normally eat at yeah. regular hours, you know? Yeah, and by the time we get off the air, we've been wanting some good lunch. Yes. Man. Chick fil A, baby. It whatever mm-hmm. it is, yeah. Tommy, I'm mm-hmm. getting a pizza today.
<laughs> okay, now what what do you want on your pizza? I know we talked about this yesterday, but you want anchovy. I mean, um, no, <laughs> not anchovy. No anchovies. Pepperoni. Pepperoni, pepperoni, Italian sausage, and mush yeah. and mushrooms. That's, That's it. Now, That's it right there. when you're trying to do good, you can do veggie. All veggie, veggie lovers. That is not a real pizza. That's not a I'm with I'm him on that now. I'm just saying when you're trying to do good. When you're trying yeah, to do I've good. tried to do good, and I've done good, and I've had several vegetable pizzas. Uh-huh. And, like, it's it's cool because it's a pizza. Uh-huh. But it's, and it be, some of them be good, but it, it's just soundness. <laughs> that meat, that meat. Soundness. <laughs> just, some ain't quite right. It's that meat cheese ratio. Why don't we just call it flatbread? Yeah. it's not... <laughs> That's what I was Pizza ask got meat thin on crust? it, man. Yes. Thin crust, right? Yes. Yeah. No, nah, I don't like thin. You like thick mm-hmm. crust? Yeah, I like yeah, less yeah, bread, bro. Yeah, I like regular and I like deep dish. I like pizza Chicago. pie. Wow. Why would I want pizza on a cracker? <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, coming up at the top of the hour, we're going to talk about voting. What happened yesterday, what we need to look out for in November. We'll do that at the top of the hour right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So as we were talking about uh, earlier, yesterday was Super Tuesday in a few states, in five states. That was uh, North Dakota, South Carolina, West Virginia, uh, Georgia, and And Nevada. Nevada, yeah, Nevada. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we voted in uh, Georgia yesterday. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't have any problems. I went very, very early. But, man, by the time I got back home, there were lines upon lines upon lines. Steve, how was your experience? There was a lot. It was really, really a long line where Uh we went. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, we we made a couple moves. But my children who voted Mm -hmm. and all of them voted were not that fortunate. And my my uh, middle son Jason, whose mm-hmm. wife is pregnant, Amanda, was in line for over five hours. Wow! Oh and I gosh. mean, it was just a catastrophe there. And like one guy said, no one, mm-hmm. no one mm-hmm. in the United States should have to wait six hours to do something that's one of the most American privileges that's and rights, and right. that's to vote. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. And my son got up to the. Uh, finally to the thing uh-huh. and the lady looked at his license and said you can't vote Wh- and what? and and it, it, it just so happened she was white I'm just mm-hmm. telling the story the way mm-hmm. and he said no I'm voting mm-hmm. she said no your license doesn't match the registration wow. he said cause cause I moved yeah and so then she said you can't vote my son said no I'm voting yeah. And then a black lady next to him said, rolled her eyes and said, all he got to do is fill out this form and he can put his vote in. Wow. And gave him the form and he went in there and voted. Mm-hmm. So why but she didn't just he, tell him that? Well, because first of all, in fairness, let me say this. Mm-hmm. Everybody that works at the polling stations don't know all the polling rules. No, that you're right about that. They you don't. know, these they these, don't. these ain't no everyday yeah. jobs. Mm-hmm. Right. Secondly, specialized jobs, and first yeah. and foremost, what I think, voter suppression is real. Thank when that you. senator <laughs> joked yes. at that party, other than voter suppression, what's the number one thing we need to work on? And everybody laughed, and he got in trouble for it, but he tried to play like it was a joke. Mm-hmm. Voter suppression is real. Mm-hmm. And where you saw a lot of this was in Fulton County in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. 
And what they're trying to do, everybody, is discourage us from the voting process. So when November gets here, we'll get right. down there. But no, no, no. You know what right. we're going to do? We're going to early vote. We're yeah. going to absentee vote. Exactly. We're going to show up and vote. Mm-hmm. And I don't care how long you try to make us uncomfortable. We're going to outweigh you. Yeah. We're going to outlast you. And we're going to outvote you. Because we sick of this. Matter of fact, we sick of any of y'all that's a part of this. (laughs) We are sick of all of it. And if your ass is a part of it, we Uh sick of you too. And you not going to have your job come November. You about to lose your job. Because you about to lose your job. I promise you the Steve Harvey Morning Show, God willing, let us all live. We are dedicating this show to changing the way this is in this country. And if you don't think we can push some people to the polls, you got the wrong show. Amen, brother. You got the wrong show. You can ask Barack Obama, Mm -hmm. can we push people to the polls? Amen, brother. And we don't just push them. We actually go out and vote ourselves, too. Oh, yeah. So June 23rd is next. New York, Kentucky, Virginia. Get it done. Okay. All right. We'll keep we own in all them. That's yes. right. <laughs> all right. Time to get caught up with today's news. Come on, Steve. Let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you very much. This is Ann Tripp with the news. Homegoing services were held yesterday in Houston for George Floyd, the black man who was killing at the hands of four now fired Minneapolis cops. Sparked not just national but worldwide protests against police brutality. The father of two's final moments were captured on video by a bystander as a white cop named Derek Chauvin ground his knee into Floyd's neck for over eight full minutes. Vice President Joe Biden met with the family on Monday and described it to CBS this morning. His little daughter was there. The one who said, Daddy's going to change the world. And I think her daddy is going to change the world. I think what's happened here is one of those great inflection points in American history, for real, in terms of civil liberties, civil rights. And now lawmakers in several cities are taking steps to address this country's forever problem of racist policing, a situation that Reverend Al Sharpton referred to in his eulogy yesterday. Until the law is upheld and people know they will go to jail, they're going to keep doing it because they're protected by wickedness in high places. Mr. Floyd's body taken by horse-drawn carriage, his final resting place next to his mom just outside Houston. Georgia was one of the states holding primaries yesterday, but many polling places experienced problems with the Peach State's new voting machine's long line. Some people took five hours to vote. Secretary of State there, a Republican, says he'll take a close look at the election management at two metro Atlanta large counties where they had big, big problems, Man, a lot of blacks there. Meanwhile, Georgia's Republican Speaker of the House also announced that Lawmakers are opening a probe into what happened yesterday. The Indianapolis City Council, by the way, ruled that racism is a public health issue. A Confederate monument that once stood across from Jacksonville, Florida's City Hall has been taken down. Jacksonville Mayor Lenny Curry ordered it removed, and he says that every other Confederate monument in his city is going to be brought down as well. Mayor Curry, a Trump supporter, though, uh, also marched in a Black Lives Matter protest alongside players from the NFL's Jackson Hill uh, Jaguars. By the way, it looks like America's opinions of police has dropped significantly, even among whites. According to a survey by the Democracy Fund and UCLA Nation Skate Project, 44% of Asians now have an unfavorable opinion of the police. That's up from 18%. 54% of black Americans view cops unfavorably, up from 44%. 36% of Latinos have low opinions of police. That's up from 25%. 
And now 31% of white Americans, 31% of white Americans see the men and women in blue in a dim light. That is up from only 18%. No surprise, I guess. The show Cops is no more. Cops has been taken off the air amid all the protests over heavy-handed policing and sometimes murderous behavior after 32 years. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so yesterday marked three full weeks of protesting, uh, sparked by the killing, of course, of George Floyd. Uh, We had Reverend Al Sharpton on the show yesterday, and he said he is more hopeful now than he's ever been. Uh, There have been massive gatherings for racial justice uh, in this country. And uh, guys, what is on your hearts? How do you feel? I'm just asking. How do you feel? What's your I mean, take I'm loving on the protest. I'm loving that uh, all colors are out there marching. And like I've said before, and you guys teased me about it, I'm the oldest person on the show, and I have no problem with it. But I have never seen a protest where there's this many white people marching for black causes. And there's been black causes for years. I've never seen right. it. Even when Dr. Martin Luther King marched, you can go back to Marcus Garvey. You can go back to Malcolm yeah. X. You can go, you can mm-hmm. go back. i just never seen it. And Steve, you had the right point. The fact that everybody was home this time. Mm-hmm. They had to see it. And it had to affect them. And they just and said, you know, this is, we're, gonna, we're not going to sit there and let this happen to our brothers and sisters anymore. You know, if you do them wrong, you're doing us wrong. And yeah. they hit the streets. And our president who sits in the White House knows that he's not loved like he thought he was loved before. Ooh, yeah. mm. When you can look out your window and see chaos, that's a frightening thing because air man and looked out his window and seen some chaos. That's a whole nother But thing. Jay, let me tell you how simple this guy is. Mm-hmm. When he wants to feel love, he throws a rally in one of his states with his backers in it. True. Mm-hmm. He he just go to Arizona mm-hmm. or he go somewhere where, right. where, where, where he got his base mm-hmm. and he holds a rally and then he says and he parades around and they clap for him and cheer and that's enough of him and feed and then he go back up there. But it's a little bit different this time and you're right because now he's actually seeing man out his window on a daily Ooh. basis how they really feel and it's and it's got him in the thing because he, as a president he has not said one thing to try to make the 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 people that's hurting in this the african american community he has not said one thing encouraged to make them feel good about it yeah that's true yeah. Mm-hmm. not Nothing, one not thing one. he has not said one you know what we've been wrong this is something we need to correct. We these are, these are problems that we're having. It's unjust what's been going on, and laws that have to be changed to make everybody feel a part of the American that's, system. That's all, he that's all you got to. Hey, dog, just act something. like a damn politician yes. and say it. When he went across that street and held that Bible upside down, I mean that, that was it. That was it. That was, that was it for me. Really was and someone asked him, "Is that your Bible?" He said, "It's a Bible." It's a Bible. <laughs> it's a Bible. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, guys. Well, hold on a second. Hold on. Coming up, uh, we'll do more of this discussion. Coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, we'll have more on the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Uh, we've been talking about racism and voting and protesting and all of that. Um, we just want to know how you feel about what's going on, and we're getting it off our chests. 
You know, like they always say, when you're in a hole, stop digging. He can't stop digging. He yeah. really cannot stop digging. He just Be can't. It's because not in it. I, I don't think in his mind, and I don't profess to know what's going on in that crazy Nothing. mind. No, you couldn't. I don't think he can even imagine him not having this sort of power, uh, you know, and losing the election in November. I don't think he's even thought about that. I just don't. I, I, I don't never, think he's he, he considered also never it at thought. all. Mm. Yeah, he never thought, Shirley, that this many people would turn against him. Mm -hmm. I mean, because like Steve was saying, you could go to the rallies and then you can go back to the White House. But when you go to the rally and you come back and they still protesting at the White House and they <laughs> right. change the name <laughs> of the, the street that you look out the window <laughs> right. to Black Lives Matter. I mean, uh -huh. you look out the window in the street that you, it's named Black Lives Matter. They named the damn street Black they Lives Matter. They painted it. So it's He's, a 1600 uh, and, 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 Black Lives Matter. <laughs> Yeah, and, and, and see, I'm, I'm going to tell you something else, man. This guy, he looks for causes that he can come in and, and act like he's doing something. COVID-19 still exists, by the way. Just want to remind you of that. But he was doing press conferences every day. But when he saw that death toll behind him, that digit kept going up, 70,000, 80,000, 90,000, tops 100,000. He quit coming out there talking because he couldn't beat the invisible enemy. So, what he did was, because anytime he can create an enemy, he does. Colin Kaepernick kneeling. He flipped the script, made it about the military and the flag, right? So, he had a visible enemy. That was us. Now, here we go. The protesters out in the street for uh, equality and uh, justice and, 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 and against police brutality, right? Mm -hmm. The protesters out there, they're marching. He don't open his mouth to say nothing about it. But the after the looting and burning started, then his idea was, I'm going to send in the military. I'm the president of law and order. Okay, but then guess what? We, we flipped the script on him. We stopped burning and looting. And we went right back to peaceful protests, and we got a lot of help from non-African Americans who are making okay. sure these protests stay peaceful. Now guess what? Now you can't be the president of law and order. Now guess what? He back in the White House ain't open his mouth no more. Because he don't know what to say. He don't know what to say. He's not a and leader. As wrong as it is, as wrong as it is, I am. I mean, I know it's wrong, and I'm glad that it's not all us. I mean, because oh, it would man. be a whole different story if oh, it was yeah. just us out there breaking into That's this. Jay. Yes, and let me Jay. tell you something else, man. When you start pushing old white people over, Ooh, busting their man. head on sidewalks, oh, yes. when yes. you start shooting white girls in the stomach with rubber bullets, when you start pushing white kids, students down, see, they oh, go home, tell their mom and their daddy. Now, their mom and their daddy, they love their kids like we love our kids. So now when you push their kids down, hold on. But see, you push our kids down. You know what we tell our kids? Don't go out there no more with them people. Yeah. Don't you, yeah. Don't you take your ass back down there. Right. Because we know today it was a push. Tomorrow you're going to get shot. Now, white people, oh, no, no, no. You pushed Becky? Oh, here come hell to pay. Mm -hmm. huh. Now it's very different. And now they're talking about disbanding police departments. Yeah, just do. Van Jones was on there, and he brought up a good point, man. They're talking about changing the way police police. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. 
And so now, man, the only thing I could think of and I agree with is we got to develop laws for consequences. If you are a police officer and you shoot an unarmed man, you're going to prison. If you shoot a person for resisting arrest and he doesn't have a weapon, you're going to prison. No more chokeholds. No more knees on the neck. Look, you got four officers and the man is handcuffed. How much more pressure you need on him? All right, so if you want to comment, all you have to do is go to Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And uh, coming up next, we're flipping it again. The nephew is here with today's prank phone call. That's right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Check out this subject. I want to have multiple women, but I love my wife. Mm-hmm. I, I, um, I wish you would. <clears throat> no, let's get to the prank. <laughs> nope. Right now, nephew's here nope. with today's prank phone call. What you got for us today, Neff? Paper <laughs> clips. Like you didn't hear it. Huh? Paper clips. Clips. You can right. on paper clips? Paper clips. I mean, that All sounds, you know. Yeah. yeah. Harmless, right? Sound right. harmless? Yeah. Yes, of course it does. It does. They okay. always do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right, of course they it. do. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go. Cat dog. Paper clips. Travel. I'm trying to reach Veronica. This is she. Hi, Veronica. How you doing? My name is Philip. I'm from uh, Corp. How you doing? I'm good, thank you. How can I help you today? You were with the company uh, here. Um, uh, let's see, you just left about, what, six months ago? That's correct. Okay, and you left with a severance, am I right? That's right. I'm sorry, who am I speaking with? Uh, Philip. My name is Philip. Philip. Uh, I'm actually calling on some security questions and wanted to reach out to you. Now, you, you own your own travel agency now? That's correct. Okay. Um now you actually left with a severance uh, when you when you left the company. Is that right? That's right. Okay. And how long were you actually with? Uh, I was there for eight years. I'm sorry. Who am I speaking to again? My name is Philip. I'm with security. And what can I do for you, Philip? Uh, well, we got we have you 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 started this business now. Did you start it before you left? Philip, I started this business after I left there. You you started it after you left there. That's correct. One month. One month after you left there. Okay. So the reason why I'm giving you a call, and I've been, you know, we've gone through some security tapes and things of that nature. We're we're, we're missing so many rims of paper. We're missing thousands of paper clips. We're missing so many office supplies. And it's been brought to the security's attention that it's targeting that you are the person that has taken all of this this, uh, office. I'm sorry? Let let me get this right, Philip. You are calling my place of business, asking me if I have used paper clips and paper. I have customers in my establishment right now. I can't talk to you about this. Okay, ma'am, listen. I know that I'm sorry for calling your place of business, but I want to say this. We're at, we're at the, uh, of the point of actually picking you up behind items that have been taken from the company. So I wanted to call and see if we could get it taken care of over the phone. Now, mm-hmm. if you got to go, then I'm going to have to actually come out to your business, and that's something that I'm trying not to do. You know what? Hold, hold on one second. You hold that thought. Who the f- is this on my phone talking about some damn paper clips? I have been gone from there for six months, and you calling me now about some paper and some what? Paper clips, ma'am. We're, we're missing at least 5,000 paper clips. You, you, I'm going to you... tell you what you can do, Miss. 
I have been out of that company for six months. I worked for y'all for eight years, and you all let me go. I didn't take anything from you. Okay. Have you ever used any paper or any paper clips outside of, of Have you done that? Of course I use paper every day. I run a business. Okay, but you're using our paper for your own personal business. Your travel agent or whatever it is that you have, you're using office supplies. That right there is against the law. Oh, no, I will go and buy you some damn paper clips. Okay, well, we don't want paper clips, ma'am. Now, we've given you a severance play, and from my understanding, it's been a substantial amount. And right now, is going to be filing charges and taking you to court over these paper clips and paper. I'm going to tell you what you can do with 5,000 paper clips. I'm going to paper clip them together and hang you off for buy your I ain't steal no damn paper clips. You're going to call me six months later talking about some paper and paper clips. Okay, ma'am, I, I, I don't want to go this back to school. Philip. I'm sorry? This is some Philip. So... Are you wanting to return all the merchandise? Because it looks like... I didn't take no merchandise. I don't have to steal nothing from y'all. I worked for you for eight years. Talking about right. I stole and, something. And for, eight I was years, for, eight, for eight years, you stole paper, paper clips. You stole office supplies, scissors, masking tape. You have taken markers, pens. We got it down to a side. I don't know what videotapes you got, Philip. I ain't steal nothing from y'all. I was employee of the year. You all gave me a severance package. How dare you call me six months later? You can take them paper Excuse me? Are we done here? No, we're not done here. So take no, your videotape and your paper clips and your scissors, and you know what to do with them. No, no, I, I don't, ma'am. Now, listen, what we're going to have to do is you're going to get served right there at your travel agency. Where are you located? Excuse me? Oh, you know what? I'm going to give you my address because you come over here. I got some scissors for your Philip. I don't have time for this. You want my address? You can come on over here. Look it up. Google we me. Want our, we want our paper clips back. Google now. me. Come get them then. Matter of fact, give me your address, Philip. I'll bring them to you. Steal no damn paper clips. I'm a Christian woman, and you got me on this phone cussing and fighting with you. I'm not fighting with you over no paper clips. What's your address, Philip? We're missing over 5,000 paper clips, and we need those. Now, you know what, what's your address? I'm going to bring your damn paper and paper clips to you. How about that? So, so, give me so your you, address. So you are. Philip. You are guilty of using a paper, aren't you? We all use paper, Philip. I don't okay. steal. Which means, guess what? It's against the law, which means you have stolen something. If you have taken one paper clip, it's against the law. And we that want our dog on paper clips back. You got pins in your car, Philip? That's a corporation? I bet you do. But I work for the company. I'm trying to run a business, so you stealing too. Give me your boss's number. You calling my damn phone talking about some pins and paper clips. You lost your Mind. Give me your address. I'll bring the pens and paper clips. You ain't got to come you, you, You've taken so many pens and so many paper clips, thousands I'm of rooms of paper. I'm trying to run a business. Don't call my phone with this. Okay. talking about some paper clips. Give me your address. I'm going to say this to you now. I'm going to go ahead and what order the police to come what? over. I'm ordering what? the police to come and pick you up, okay? Because I'm trying to get the problem taken care of over the phone. Bring the police back. and you come with them. Come get it. I got something for your when you get here. Bring them. You calling me about some paper and paper clips. I've been gone from there for six months. You crazy. Ma'am, you have stolen paper clips from the company, and we want our paper now, clips back. Bring your over here. You want to get some damn paper clips, and I'm going to call my man so he can kick your over here if you want to. You want the address? You want the address, Philip? Come on. I'm a professional. I'm trying to run a business. I got to walk away from my customers and deal with some about some pens and papers. Are you and paper clips. And paper clips. Because you stole over 5,000 paper. You're a thief. And, and you also, you better be ready because you stole some stuff for Tommy. And he's been over here about it, too. Wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute.
You don't know nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show? You don't know him? What you say? <laughs> I said, do you know <laughs> nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show? Do you know him? <laughs> you you got to be kidding me. <laughs> Your girlfriend, Dorothea, got me to prank phone call you. Ooh, I'm going to kick her. I'm, I'm going to get her right now. <laughs> I'm going to kick her. Calm down. You good? <laughs> you made me step in the back room on you. Ooh. Hey, let me ask you something, baby. What is the baddest, I mean the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. Dorothea is on. <laughs> <laughs> You ain't gonna just take all our paper clips and go start oh. your own business. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you're not gonna take these paper clips. Just go, go ahead buy and start some your... more paper clips. Yes. Tripping. How do you make a break out of paper clips? I love it. <laughs> Play too much. You're not gonna take these paper clips, go across and make your own and start your own business with all our supplies. You're not gonna do it. <laughs> you are the you're king of pranks, sir. You are. It's mine. Uh, how he comes up with these pranks. <laughs> oh man, I got one. Yourself, I got one brewing for y'all. If it go right, man, y'all go. Y'all go. Oh my god. And you, Wait, you do. This. You do think of these yourself, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> this the left yeah, side yeah. of my brain. Uh, I don't know what the right be doing, but this the left side. Neither do we. <laughs> yeah, Neither we do we. Balanced at all. The left side. <laughs> I love the dough, but I don't allow that to be confused with the business of closing remarks. I don't want them to you ever. You draw the line. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're not going to create a, a, a connection to that, no. Well, Two rows of will never cross. Comments. <laughs> all right, here we go. Thank you, nephew. Coming up next, Strawberry Letter. Subject, I want to have multiple women, but I love my wife. Oh, we'll get into it right after Shut this. Up. Shut up, Tommy. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be... Reading your letter like we're going to read this one right here, right now, live on the air, okay? Here we go. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. Subject, I want to have multiple women, but I love my wife. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 40-year-old black man with a lot of weight in my community. I'm a very well-known businessman and former professional football player. I've been married for years, for 10 years, and I have three children. My wife is very sweet, and we never argue or have any issues with our children. Everything is great, except for our sex life. My wife is a good woman that is very reserved in the bedroom. I had a lifestyle of having multiple women in my bed before I got married, and I could get a woman to do whatever I like sexually. It wasn't a control thing. Women did it just to say they've been with the ball player. Two years ago, I fell back into my old ways after I met a woman that's a prominent and successful realtor. We clicked right away, and I found out that she's into a swinging type of lifestyle. She and shut up. She invited me to join her exclusive group of upscale swingers in our city. 
I enjoyed the group for a while, but the realtor and I realized that we loved having sex mainly with each other. So for the past year and a half, we've been in a relationship and then she invited a female partner to join in on the fun. I went from being a swinger to more of a um, polyamory lifestyle. I'm worried that my wife could find out because some of the swinging couples have children that go to school with our children. One of the ladies is my wife's sorority sister. Now, uh, my conscience is getting the best of me. Um, I could tell my wife a watered-down version of what's been going on, like I went to a party and when I realized that everyone was what everyone was doing, I left. I hate to break up with my girlfriends, but there is no way I could live without my wife and kids. Should I keep quiet and pray this never comes out or tell my wife part of the story? This started out as a good bedtime story. <laughs> Be quiet, Tommy. So, so, so let me ask you this, sir, 40-year-old black man. Uh, you don't think your wife is going to find out? You, I mean, really, the kids and the sorority <laughs> sister and all that? Okay, let's go down the list. You say you're a former professional football player. You're a very well-known businessman uh, with a lot of weight in your community. So in other words, everyone knows you. You probably can't walk around in your city where there's someone who doesn't know you. I just think it's a matter of time uh, before, you know, your wife finds out or gets out because... Like I said, too many people know you and people talk. Word gets around. I, I don't know how you've been getting away with it for this long. I honestly don't. Um, I mean, why would you risk it all just for freaky sex? Why would you do that? Uh, okay, is that a crazy question? Is that a crazy yeah, question? Yeah, that's crazy. All right. Is that that's a crazy it, question? That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm just trying to find out. You say you can't live without your wife and kids. Well, you sure don't act like it. You you sure don't act like it. What a big risk you're taking here. I think you're a sorry excuse for a husband for cheating and doing this to your family. I mean, thank God they don't know yet. You you have way, way too much to lose, and you're pulling, putting it all on the line. I'm going to surprise Steve when I say I don't think you should tell your wife. Normally, Steve, you know I would say tell, but in this case, I... I just don't see how it would serve any good. It would serve any purpose. Uh, she doesn't know. I think you should um, stop. I definitely think that. Um, I, I just think if you tell her, it would make things worse. I, I really, really think you need to, to turn your life around. You need to stop. You need to ask God for forgiveness. You need to pray, 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 pray that your wife never finds this out. You need to clean up your act. You need to get rid of these girlfriends. You need to do all of that. Now, having said that, I know you're not going to do it. I know you're not. I know you're not. I hope you do, though, for the sake of your wife and kids that you claim you can't live without. Steve? All right. Let me just tell you what really happened in this letter right here. The 40-year-old black man that writes a letter. I know exactly where you're coming from, so let's just peel back the skin on this banana for a second. First of all, the whole beginning of the letter has nothing to do with the letter. Nothing. I, I don't care that you have weight <laughs> right. in your community. I don't care that you're a former football player. <laughs> I don't care <laughs> that you had wonderful sex in your past. That story that you're telling <laughs> fits any damn man that drive a Pepsi truck, <laughs> that work down at Ford, 
like you. That's got a job at the post office. My cousin uh-huh. is a mailman in D.C. He making about $72,000 a year. He got 25 women on his route. That's a lot. It's too much. It's not beautiful. You got three little girls because you trying to deal this story about how upscale they are. Bruh, this whole letter is just about you and what you want to do. So I don't care how upscale you are in the community because, brother, we, we can take away all that. And this story fits into regular people's lives. That you're trying to tell that I'm a heavyweight in the community. I'm, I'm all this right here. Dog, you just a dude that wants some more chicks. Outside of the one you got. You want to have your cake and eat it too. That's all this is about. That is the dilemma that faces everybody in their life at one point in time. All right, uh, we'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Subject, I want to have multiple women, but I love my wife. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject. I want to have multiple women, but I love my wife. Bruh, love bruh, her. the subject. <laughs> what? I want to have my cake and eat it too. That's what it should have been. Yeah, that's <laughs> all this is, bro. The fact that you're a businessman, former football player, you're heavyweight in your community, all that. So damn what? All this coming down to is you want to set up who you are. Before you got married, you could get a woman to do whatever I like sexually. All us could. <laughs> All us could. Let me take it right. Before you married your wife, y'all did things y'all don't really do that much no damn more. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Dog, you what what you think you painting a picture and telling the story that don't nobody else know? So you wrote it in in the form of a letter? Do you know how many people live in this that you talking about, but didn't really figure it out though? Which obviously you haven't. So now here go Uncle Steve talking to you, little dude, you 40. It wasn't a controlled thing with women and everything. You know, it's just I, I just say it, they just wanted to say they had been with a ball player. Okay, well, you ain't a ball player no more. You ass forty. <laughs> okay. Are you mad at him? <laughs> no, I'm just let's stop all this telling me what you was. I guess they just wanted to be with a ball player. Okay, you ain't a ball player no more. Why they won't be with you now? Cause you keep making yourself available. So now let's see what you just did. Two years ago, I fell back into my old ways. Cause you missed it. You know, you met a, a woman that was a prominent and successful realtor. You keep talking about all these, the, the money level of people. Y'all just two people that met. We clicked right away. I found out she was a she was into a swinging type of lifestyle. Okay, now, which goes to show you, once again, whole people swing too. See, I just, I don't, I don't know if you know One more time, Steve, one more Whole people swing too. <laughs> Poe oh, ass people get up old. and go. Do you no, say Poe? No, Poe people swing oh, too. See all this. I met an oh, exclusive, uh, and and she invited me to join her exclusive group of upscale swingers. Oh, Poe people been swinging in the projects they swing. You bring your gal, I bring my gal. We gonna meet up with y'all. We gonna yeah. have some popcorn and fry some fish, and then we gonna swing. 
Oh, he's making it a class. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, dog, you trying to make it. Like, she invited me to join this exclusive group of upsells quick. I enjoyed the group for a while, but the realtor and I realized that we just love having sex mainly with each other. Okay. So, for the past year and a half, we've been in a relationship, and then she invited her female partner to join in the fun. Okay. So, not and of course you had to do that. <laughs> because someone... Someone somewhere that you're not pointing out in this letter has a gun to your head. Right. Mm. And I understand, man, why you just got to do all of this here. Because mm-hmm. you fell back into your old ways. So, okay. All right. So, now, now I went from being a swinger to more of a polygamy or, or poly, poly, polyamory. polyamory lifestyle, which I had that on my Facebook show. That's you, me, and she. That's what that is. So now you done fell into that. You, me, and she. So now you've did that. I like her answer. I'm very worried that my wife could find out. What? (laughs) All this. We done read three-fourths of the letter. Now you're very worried that your wife would find out. It's one way for her not to find out, but we ain't going to cover that, though, are we? No, listen to this. Because some of the swinging couples have children that go to school with our children. What swinger is sitting their baby down going, hey, look here. You know, you know, uh, Jessica's father that played football. You do know that Jessica's father that played football, that he comes over here with me and your daddy and we do each other. Now, you need to tell that to Jessica so she'll know what her father's doing. So, bro, when you wrote in the letter, you worried they might find out because some of the swinging couples have children that go to school with our children. How hard y'all swinging where the kids know? That's a lot of swinging. I'm telling you, man. So one of, And then one of the ladies is my wife's sorority sister. Okay, bro, are, are you stupid? Yeah, you stupid. See, that's where the connection is. One yeah. of these girls is your wife's sorority sister. Don't worry about the, who kids go to school together. Now my conscience is getting the best of me. What? When did that kick in? Because you've been with this realtor for two years. And I could I could tell my wife a watered-down version of what's been going on. What is watered-down about you having sex with some other people? How you going to wet that one? Swinging. <laughs> Please tell us how you wet this conversation so it get watered down. We was just tongue kissing. Yeah, real give us hard. an example of swinging. Steve. Watered down. I, swinging. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna do that. I went to a party and I realized, uh, uh, I, I told, uh, you know, like I went to a party when I realized what everybody was doing. I left. Why are you That's telling her down. you went to the party and you left, dog? That's how you watered. That's how you are now. I hate to break up with my girlfriends, but there's no way I could live without my wife and kids. You should. Okay, when I come back, can I finish this letter? Okay, uh, third part. Like, yeah. It's your show, Thank sir. You. I'll be right. right back. Go ahead, right, part three. Tell his ass. Part three of the strawberry letter coming up. Uh, he don't subject. understand. I want to have multiple women, but I love my wife. We'll be back in 46 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, we're into part three of this strawberry letter. Uh, You have not finished. You wanted to tell the young man something. Uh, He's 40, though. The man something. I want to have multiple women, but I love my wife. 
is the uh, subject. It's about a 40-year-old man who's prominent in the community, former football player. Yeah, uh, and setting up all this shit like anybody yeah, can, man. Poor people cheat, too. We in an upscale swingers club. Poor people swing. <laughs> Man, please, this, this is not a social class status move you done made. You doing what anybody capable of doing, man. You cheating. Let's just call it what it is. I'm not judging you, but I'm just saying, dog, let's just call it what it is. It happens sometimes, and that's what you're doing. You're cheating. Yeah. You're, this upscale swinging club, she invited her female partner in. We liked it. We found out we liked each other more. We went back to that. But now I'm in a, uh, I'm in a three-way, he, me, and she, you, she, and her. You're you going to mess around. Somebody going to pull their clothes off and surprise your ass. You keep on here. <laughs> I'm uh, telling you right uh, now. Oh. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. you going to mess with all okay. this going on, you, me, and she, and all this. You're going to mess around and get somewhere naked in one of them groups, and somebody going to pull, pull their clothes off, and your ass going to be surprised. Mm. But you might end up going along with that, too, because you seem to be open to a lot of stuff, though. <laughs> so now just listen to me, bro. Listen to me. I hate to break up with my girlfriends. But there's no way I could live without my wife and kids. Well, if you continue, we about to find out yeah. <laughs> how long you can live without your wife and kids. See, bro, at one point in time, you got to get to the point of figuring out what matters most in life. Now, you don't want to see, listen to your statement. I don't want to break up with my girlfriend. Okay, I got that. But guess what your next statement is? But there's no way I could live without my wife and kids. Now, if you broke up with your girlfriends, you'd be able to handle it. You don't want to. But if you lose your family, man, you're going to crumble, dog. And see, that statement alone, you got to make a choice now. Should I keep quiet and pray this never comes out and tell my wife part of the story? Why would you tell your wife this, man? And, and why did you bring up prayer? Why don't you stop and pray? Ask for forgiveness and get your life together before you mess around and lose the thing that matters most to you. And let me tell you something, man, about the other woman. Most other women wish they were the wife. Most other women wish they were the wife. Listen. Preach, Tommy. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM. There was part one, part two, and part three today. You can do it on Instagram or Facebook and check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand, okay? We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so did you guys see the social media video of Phoenix Karen? That's what we're calling her, Phoenix Karen. This is a lady that's wearing the black and white dress in a Shell convenience store in Phoenix, Steve. She made racist remarks to a Native American woman telling her to go back to Mexico. Then Phoenix Karen appeared to have pushed her, uh, the Native American woman, and then uh, the Native American slapped Phoenix Karen, okay? Uh, And and it was was a flavorful smack. (laughs) What do you mean? Explain, It was flavorful. That means, like, you know, she slapped, uh, what's the lady name? Karen? Phoenix, Phoenix Karen. Karen. Uh-huh. She slapped Karen mm-hmm. to the point where it was flavorful. <laughs> she tasted something oh. she had never <laughs> tasted before. Because you could see, 
When she slapped her, she uh-huh. adjusted them big ass glasses and went, oh my God, oh my God. And immediately went as far away from her as she could. Yeah. She didn't want, cause it wasn't nothing but more ass woman where that come from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, her real name is uh, Tamara Harrion and her husband uh, apologized and said that his wife is suffering from mental illness. <laughs> <laughs> and you know how many times he just said that? <laughs> He You're crazy. So... You've lost your mind. <laughs> he said it was so hateful what she was yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah, it wow. really was. Yeah, it really was. Okay. And then we all saw the older man, the older gentleman, the 75-year-old man, uh, Martin yes. Gino. Uh, he was shoved to the ground in a recent protest in Buffalo, New York. Well, later, President Trump tweeted, the Buffalo protester shoved by police could be an Antifa uh, provocateur. Uh, he said, I watched him uh, fall harder than he was pushed. Could be a setup. That's what that's the president. Minute. He that's busted his president. head and blood oh, ran out. That's what your president yeah. tweeted. Let me, let me ask you a question. How do you fall harder than you were pushed? Yeah. yeah. He's 75. He ain't athletically what he used to be. Mm-hmm. He doesn't right. want to fall at all at but 75. Who, Nobody but who falls fall. to bust a head? Yeah, yeah. I don't care if he's 17 or 75. Nobody wants to do that. No That's one. Right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's, right. That's crazy. Well, but man, that, 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 I, that this president, man, y'all, come How on. You say that Listen to me. Citizen? We have to become so angry mm-hmm. with the way he is mm-hmm. as a public official and a proposed leader of the f- world, one of the nation's greatest in the free world, supposedly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have to start being appalled at his behavior. Yeah. Who, who here, who here in this country can point to this president, to their children and go, we, you should be proud of him. I would love my son to grow up and be Donald Trump. I don't know. Because I know a lot of people who were so proud that their children would know of Barack Obama. So proud Mm -hmm. that their children would know Mm -hmm. of George Bush. Yes. Yes. Uh, Yes. Ronald Reagan. I can go down the list. Clinton. Clinton. But, But if you're a parent and you're saying to your child, I wish my child would grow up to be Donald Trump, then something is wrong with you. And if you and most people would not agree with that statement, right? So why are we electing him back into the White House? Folks, our vote matter. We got to get to the poll and send a clear message. I want y'all to take this protest fervor to the polls. Yes. Got to. Yes. I want Please. to take this united fervor mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to the pole. Mm-hmm. Black lives matter so much that we're not going to let you in the leadership capacity, not show any compassion toward. They're working in the White House right now to write a speech about unity in this country. Why don't he just come out and say something? Yeah. They're, they're trying to figure out who's going to write it. What are they going to say? Is he going to read it off the teleprompter? Oh, Lord, what if he goes off script? You know how bad that's going to be for the country. You know, that's he's what they're inca- discussing. incapable of yeah, talking from the yeah. heart. And Every time exactly. he tweets, he's off script. Yes. That's where yes. the drama comes from. Right. right. Yeah. Um, that's the dude that he is. Yeah. All right. Coming up more of uh, the Steve Harvey Morning Show and some trending stories at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
New York Governor Andrew Cuomo pushes to pass Amy Cooper bill. Uh, oh, he, uh-huh, they uh-huh. call it the Amy Cooper bill. Uh-huh. That's the uh, thank you, Park Amy. Karen, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. And he wants state lawmakers to make it a hate crime to call 911 with a false accusation based on race. Yes. Leadership. I love it. Come I love on, it. I love it. Yes. 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 Yeah. Also, the New York State Assembly uh, has passed the Eric Garner uh, Anti-Chokehold Act, making it a felony to injure or kill someone using the chokehold. Action. Right. So, yeah. So we, there's some movement. There's some movement going on It is. But to here. extend this, what we've got to do, <clears throat> as I said to Reverend Al Sharpton, mm-hmm. we have to have mandatory sentencing. Just like we do for civilians, we have to have mandatory sentencing for police officers. If you kill in the line of duty a person who is unarmed, that's that's jail time. There's no reason to kill a person who's unarmed. Right. Or running. Yes. Or running away from you. Running away. (laughs) Anything that if you kill a person, you're Mm -hmm. going to jail. If you shoot a person who is unarmed simply by not following instructions, there's consequences for that. We got to get mandatory sentencing for these, please. All right. uh, Coming up, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and some trending news at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Yesterday was Super Tuesday in a few states, in five states. That was uh, North Dakota, South Carolina, yes. West Virginia, uh, Georgia, and, and Nevada. Carolina. Nevada, yeah, Nevada. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we voted in uh, Georgia yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have any problems. I went very, very early. But, man, by the time I got back home, there were lines upon yeah. lines upon lines. Steve, how was your experience? Th- th- there was a lot. It was really, really a long line where uh-huh. we went. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we, we made a couple moves. But my children who voted, mm-hmm. and all of them voted, were not that fortunate. And my, my uh, middle son, Jason, whose mm-hmm. wife is pregnant, Amanda, was in line for over five hours. Wow. And I mean, it was just a catastrophe there. And like one guy said, no one, Mm -hmm. no one Mm -hmm. in the United States should have to wait six hours to do something that's one of the most American privileges and rights, and that's to vote. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's true. And my son got up to the, uh, finally to the thing, Uh and the lady looked at his license and said, you can't vote. And what? and and it, it it just so happened she was white. I'm just telling mm-hmm. the story the way. Mm-hmm. And he said, "No, I'm voting." Mm-hmm. She said, "No, your license doesn't match the registration." Wow. He said, "Cause cause I moved." Yeah. And so then she said, "You can't vote." My son said, "No, I'm voting." Yeah. And then a black lady next to him said, rolled her eyes and said, "All he got to do is fill out this form, and he can put his vote in." Wow. And gave him the form, and he went in there and voted. Mm-hmm. But why but she didn't just he, tell him that? Well, because, first of all, in fairness, let me say this. Mm-hmm. Everybody that works at the polling stations don't know all the polling rules. No, that, you're right about that. They you know, mm-hmm. these, they these, these ain't no everyday yeah. jobs. Mm-hmm. Right. Secondly, specialized jobs, and first yeah. and foremost, what I think, voter suppression is real. 
Thank when that you. senator joked yes. at that party, other than voter suppression, what's the number one thing we need to work on? And everybody laughed, and he got in trouble for it, but he tried to play like it was a joke. Mm-hmm. Voter suppression is real. Mm-hmm. And where you saw a lot of this was in Fulton County in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what they're trying to do, everybody, is discourage us from the voting process so when November gets here, we'll get right. down there. But no, no, no. You know what right. we're going to do? We're going to early vote. We're yeah. going to absentee vote. We're going to show up and vote. Mm-hmm. And I don't care how long you try to make us uncomfortable. We're going to outweigh you. Yeah. We're going to outlast you. And we're going to outvote you. Because we sick of this. Matter of fact, we sick of any of y'all that's a part of this. (laughs) We are sick of all of it. And if your ass is a part of it, we Uh sick of you too. Coming up, it's our last break of the day. It's the last break of the day. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey at 49 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we are. Last break of the day. It is here. Steve, um, we're waiting for you to take us home with some well, of Well, you know what? We've been remarks. talking about it. Mm-hmm. And I think that one of the most important things we do, since we have this generation, these young people that have gone out in these streets of all nationalities, um, especially proud of... Uh, the African-American youth who have taken up the challenge of protest for racial justice and equality and to end this police brutality that's been happening to us since we got here. Um, I want to encourage them, along with the non-African-Americans who have joined in for this cause that has made us feel quite hopeful that finally we have some people who are who, who are starting to get a sense of what we're talking about and what's been happening. But I want to encourage you all to take this same fervor that you have for protests. Take this same anger. Take this same energy and take it to the polls. Take it in your primaries. Take it in your voting for judges. Uh, DAs, uh, take it to voting for commissioners, for assessments, for the bills in your community, fill out your 2020 census. I'm telling you, man, take this to the November polls and send a clear message that we are sick and tired of being sick and tired, that we have had enough and we're not taking no more. See, now that America is watching watching them push, push everybody to the ground. Blacks, the elderly, white girls, Latinos, Asians. See, the police now is pushing everybody to the ground. And now that you're seeing it, it's time for us to push back. And the pushback has got to be at the polls. If you are feel with the hatred of these policies, if you are DAs who have all these mandatory sentencings that you have in place for minorities and people who commit low-level crimes, then you're going to be out of work. 
we are going to send a message to those people in new in dc that don't seem to get it all of you that keep ignoring the president's tweets like it's something it's okay he can do that i didn't see it i didn't know i'm above that i don't read tweets i tweet but i don't read how stupid did that sound who the hell tweets but don't read tweets what the hell you tweeting for you want people to read your tweet the reason you tweeting is because you know people read it and what makes you tweet is because of what you read. We got to get to the polls and make a difference, y'all. We're going to make a difference because we tired of this here, man. We tired of all of this here, man. We just really, really sick and tired of it. We through with y'all with this mess right here. This ain't nothing but a bunch of bull. And it ain't nothing else we can call it no more. We fed up. We through with y'all. With this foolishness, y'all been shoving down our throat spoonful, and we supposed to be patient with it. Well, we're not patient no more. And I'm sorry, man. I don't condone violent protests because I don't want to try to win this with violence because all it does is give them the okay to retaliate. And, like, we need more of that, right? But the fact that a building is burned on the ground can't matter more than a life taken down. That's all I'm trying to say. I don't give a damn about your building going down to the ground when you ain't caring about these lives that keep getting taken down. And that's what these young people are saying, man. And I understand that. I was a kid in the 68 riots, man. Went up there and participated in it and got the beating of my life because my mom and them told me not to go up there. But even then, man, I was going, well, man, this ain't right. I didn't really understand it, but I knew it was right. They killed Dr. King. Dr. King was only talking about us holding hands with each other and loving each other and giving each other some rights. Why they kill him? And then I heard an old man say, white folks don't care nothing about us. They not trying to hold our hand. You know who that old man was? He was my father. And I went, damn, hold up. Really? He said, they kill all, every time we do something, they kill it. They killed Dr. King. What they killed that man for? And so, man, that 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 started something in me. And I've been, and I'm sick of feeling that way. As a black man, every day I cannot wake up and not realize that I'm black. The only time I wake up in the morning and and don't realize I'm black is when I'm in Africa. It's the only time I don't have to factor in the fact that I'm going out here today and I could be the only one over here. Because when you go to Africa, <laughs> that's not the case. But we sick of it. We sick and tired. We sick and tired of y'all ignoring us. And that's what we got to do. And I'm not, and, and there are enough good non-African Americans out there that's starting to show up that's making us feel a little bit better. But we tired, man. And I hope them brothers do kneel. I don't give a damn how you feel about them kneeling. I, I, I hope they do kneel. I'm going to kneel. I'm going to do something. Because, man, we sick of it. So while everybody's singing the national anthem, if the national anthem ain't talking to me, what am I singing the song for? We want to sing the song and have it mean something to us, too. And that's the change. Change your constitution. Mm. 
because it ain't including us. Make your constitution count for us like it count for you. Let me stop before I say something. Get us put off the air. Thank Please you don't very do much. that, sir. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 